home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. Well, hello, my lovelies. It's a pleasure to be back here on Rated G Radio. I'm excited to bring on my guest co-host in just a couple of moments, Mary Lou Monroe Ray, live from Brisbane, Australia. We'll find out if we're on the same time zone or if with the recent time change here in the United States, if that um, has totally ruined her day. We'll find that out in just a moment. But some programming notes to remind you that each Monday night, I come to you with a new special guest co-host. And we are pleased to have our regulars. And then every once in a while, somebody else wants to chime in. And one of the regulars says, I'll take the week off and uh, bring them on. But, of course, it's never a complete uh, month without America's Top 50 Psychic, Rebecca Fisk. Of course, weekly, we have Rob Watson, who hosts Rated LGBT Radio. That's a show I started well, probably about eight years ago, something like that. And now Rob hosts on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Mary Lou, my dear, she brings... Australia's finest. Actually, she talks to people from around the world, but she hosts Rated Oz Radio Specials. We'll be talking to her about that in a moment. And of course, monthly, we have Stephanie Gerard with her Journey with Stephanie show, all here on the network. And as we would have tomorrow night, that would be our April 5th at 7 p.m. Stephanie will be back with a return guest of quite some intrigue. So I cannot wait for Stephanie to interview her returning guest tomorrow. Um, Mention that just simply because we've got a lot of stuff other than the Monday night show that comes to you live every week. We're excited to bring Rated G Radio here, but we have so much more that we're offering. If you like to uh, take us on the road, if you say, I can't listen live, well, who listens live to radio any longer? Not a lot of folks. Um, But you can take us with you. We are on Apple's podcast network. You can find us there. We're also on iHeartRadio. And so if you'd like to favorite rated LGBT radio, that's the banner that we are promoting with, please feel free to subscribe. The shows are free. Free is a very good price, and it's not even Tom Peterson's in 1983. That's such a dated reference from Portland, Oregon. Anybody from the Northwest will remember Tom and Gloria Peterson from the Tom Peterson store. Um, Anyway, so uh, that's it. So we're excited to uh, bring Mary Lou Monroe Ray onto the show right now. Mary Lou, just uh, for timekeeping purposes, it's normally 1 p.m. there when we're doing the show. What is the time there right now for you? It's 12.03 here on the 5th of April. Yeah. We, we, you sound great. So okay. it stayed the same, and then we changed, and so that's what the hour is. So I can tell in my head, okay, Mary Lou, next month, and we'll see you tomorrow time. Got it. Well, we anyway, keep, so how you, you, I keep losing you. You're like well, talking like this. You sound great. <laughs> I, I can hear me loud and clear here. You want to try to connect in? Uh, yeah, like sort of end the call and try and connect back in. Yes? I would, yeah, because I can hear you. your line yeah. wanting to fade out. So I'll improvise for just a minute. Okay. So one of the things that I like to do okay. while Mary Lou goes and resets her system here 
is tell you that I had an amazing drive home tonight, which doesn't sound like much, but when you know that you've got to be home by 7 o'clock, there are some weeks when we do the show, I'm literally racing in at 6.58 and a half and trying to get the computer going and make sure the dogs will be quiet for an hour so we can get to the show at 7 o'clock because it starts right at 7. But what a glorious day it is when traffic is light on the 405 coming home and I can get home and instead of 45 to 50 minutes, I can get home in 30. So that was the case tonight. I was able to take the trash out. Garbage collection comes on Tuesday here. I was able to get the dogs fed. Ooh la la. I got the mail. I threw mail away. It was a fantastic half an hour that I was able to um, do before the show. That never happens. The other thing I'm doing tonight after the show is doing some meal prep. I'm back doing intermittent fasting, which really well for me um, in the last couple of years. And last year when, of course, um, there was COVID, everybody says that they have the COVID weight. I got into great shape during COVID and then I effed up my rotator cuff. Well, a year of what was me later in physical therapy, I have slowly gotten to a road of recovery here where I'm able to do some strength training with my uh, bands. I still can't lift weights, but I can do strength training with my bands. And so I'm getting motivated. I want to look cute for the summer. So I'm back doing intermittent fasting. And for me, that means that after the show tonight, when I'd usually shove a box of popcorn on my face or, you know, delude myself that I could eat a bag of chocolate chips, I'm just going to continue drinking lemon water, which is something that I've always done and always loved. Um, But with that, I'm not eating at night. But what I am doing is trying to meal prep during the day or for the week ahead so I can just grab and go. Because if I have to think about doing food that's creative, then Garrett gets into trouble. So I am doing some roasted vegetables tonight after the show. And I got to do it tonight because tomorrow night we've got Stephanie's show and my list of excuses is a mile long. Um, And I was inspired to do the roasted vegetables because last week at work, one of our vendors brought in a catered lunch of chicken kebabs and beef kebabs. And it was just, it was lovely, but it's, you know, roasted vegetables. And I'm thinking vegetables, fat, no carbs. This is delicious. It's fantastic. So I went to the sprouts today. And I got some uh, bell peppers, green, yellow, orange, and red. I've got some onions, and I've got some tomatoes. I've got about half of that sliced up into the big, big mixing bowl. And so after the show, I'm going to race over to the kitchen, throw a little sea salt and pepper on it, a little EVOO, and bake it for 45 minutes or until they get nice and toasty. Anyway, so I'm doing meal prep so I can be ready. Um, I think Mary Lou has reconnected into the show. Mary Lou, my dear, um, are we Hello. Back? Can you hear me better now? Yes, it's been wonderful. So it's yeah. so nice to be back. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad you're back. Well, actually, you're at night. I hope you're having a starry night. Well, you're having a starry a, this is one of the reasons I like doing the show with you, Mary Lou, this time of year, because it's your afternoon and it is still light because of how our time change goes into effect. So we're stupid here in America. <laughs> and it now is staying light until about 7.30 or so. So we've still got about 23 minutes of sunshine that's left. And so I've got the patio doors open, the windows open, oh. and it's just absolutely a dream come true. So that's our that's our Monday afternoon weather report. Yes. Well, that sounds beautiful. Well, we do have blue skies and 
sunshine. It's been drying up a lot, but there have still been some places flooding. We did have another big bout of rain and that town that got flooded um, got flooded again. So, but it's it's the wet season. So that's kind of what happens. We have lots of rivers and creeks and all sorts of things that run through Australia here on the East Coast. So, you know, when we get all the weather for the monsoon weather, which I think you guys get a monsoon as well. So this is our season and we're going into winter in June. So we're sort of in autumn now. Hmm. So temperature wise, tell me what is your temperature today, Mary Lou? Well, it says it's 28 degrees Celsius and sunny. (laughs) So it is roasting hot there because today in Huntington Beach, it's partly cloudy. It's currently 19 degrees. Notice how we're not seeing Fahrenheit. This is Celsius, folks. We're talking global temperatures. Um, It says, though, Wednesday, we're going to have a high of 30 here. Now, and then Thursday is 34, Friday is 31. I we must be having a heat wave coming because that's news to me. <laughs> I think a lot of the weather has changed with the climate. You know, she's her core is heating up and the tectonic plates are moving about and there's been lots of all sorts of activity. So, like I said last time, she needs to balance her body and release toxins and chemicals. So... Yeah, it's not surprising. We get overheated sometimes. <laughs> well, we with your temperatures it? now and rain, yeah, you'd be over overheating and swampy all the time. Yeah, well, it's a bit more humid, but the winters can be quite pleasant, so mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, it can get cool, but it's not that humidity. The humidity is the thing that gets to people. So if you went down to Canberra and ACT, it's actually a lot of a drier climate there and it takes people about 12 months to adjust and climatize Ooh. so and there's a there's a hole in the ozone there too so you have to be really careful with uv rays ultraviolet rays when you're out in the sun it Maybe is something to be concerned about but you know what's less concerning making beautiful music mary lou <laughs> yes <laughs> So last month, I was sharing with everybody that I am in a master series class to become a licensed meditation teacher. Now, the purpose of that is not for me to teach meditation. Good Lord, no. I don't have the patience for that. But I thought if I can get a certification to become a master class meditation teacher, I could put out, as blonde Jesus, of course, a new meditation CD meditation yep. type of music. So yeah. in talking about that, Mary Lou and I were talking about um, things that we like to use or hear during meditation. And you shared a meditation with me that really is so you need to, you need to like sell it. So we'll talk about how to monetize that. But you shared a meditation with me, Mary Lou, that had the birds chirping and the raindrops. Can you tell me a little bit about what inspired you to do that? Oh, I just, as you know, I love nature and the elements. We're very blessed. And the the elements and everything that the earth provides is here to sustain us, all of us, our bodies, whether we're two-legged or your animals, the winged ones, the 
spend ones, everything she we have here in our elements. We are so lucky that we have water and the earth and all of nature that keeps recreating itself. It's just, it's a beautiful commodity. And when the thunder beings, as I call them, a storm was rolling in and I loved the sound of the rain. And at the end, you can just hear me quietly giving thanks to them and wishing them a safe journey. And they, they answered back. And it was just perfectly timed. You can't get any better than that. So I do things. It was spur of the moment. And my little budgies that I had um, were chirping away. They, they love the music. And sometimes they like to hear me talk or they pick up on... I suppose the energy that comes through and I suppose how my voice can change when I'm tapped into that source of, of love and light. And then I just I just allow it to come through. I connect into it, tap into it, and I connect with Mother Earth. I've always been very connected with her. And I've had many journeys um, in nature and connecting with animals, speaking of which. Um, I said something to a friend the other night about, well, it's just as well I don't have a cat. And, of course, the next morning I had six kittens roll up on my doorstep. What? Yep, little kitties. Anyway, (laughs) and I'm probably, maybe I was the only one that answered the door, and I went, oh, my goodness. And they're so cute, and I sent you a photo of one of them. And then there's another little one. So out of the six, there is now down to two. And I have seen the mother come around, but I think the people that are next door, who I'm pretty sure own that cat, um, I haven't seen them for a little while. So Mm. one night I saw the cat and I thought she had something in her mouth. I thought she caught a rat or something. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And she was running across to the neighbors next door because there's a block of apartments next to my complex. And I just think, well, looking at the size of these kittens, I think she was she must have given birth over there and found a safe little place mm-hmm. and then was them across. And then they're just like, oh, look at you. Hello. <laughs> and they're so cute. Um, <clears throat> even though I'm a little bit allergic to cats, but I always have animals that seem to come here. And it's, it's I don't know, it's that connection, I suppose, and they can pick up the vibration or the energy. And ever since I got my beautiful, beautiful crystal bowl, it's Yay. an energy. Yay! Thank you. It's um, for the throat chakra, which is the note of G, but it's also leaning and trying to reach f sharp which is so it's somewhere in between sometimes and that's the heart chakra so how perfect is that for the throat chakra to get me singing again and yeah and doing what i do and of course that little poster i sent to you is a special gift but there is a message there which i have different backgrounds but um the message there is very pertinent and I thought maybe later I could read it, but I could do a little sound, just do an example of what the sound um, ball sounds like, the singing ball, the crystal singing ball. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. 
it's made out of quartz crystal, so they're quite fragile. And I sing along with it, like with tones, and I can hear it connecting and resonating. We hit the same pitch, which is really nice. And it's actually improved my singing voice, so it's really opened up in the throat chakra as well. So I just stopped to stop having coffee with milk, even though it's like just free. It's like it still does those things to your throat. So I'm, I'm okay, weaning so myself. I got a question for you, Mary Lou. How did you pick the bowl that you ultimately ended up um, getting? Well, it's because of the size of my place too. Um, it's just, I just thought, well, I'll get the smallest one. And I know that the smaller ones tend to be sort of a higher pitch because they go from... Um, a, uh, middle C, so A, B, middle C, G, E, F. No, did I say that right? A, B, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yep, goes to there. And there are nine-inch ones that you can get from other places, but and sometimes they have colored ones. But the ones from the Crystal Castle, which is a magnificent place, and... Oh, um, Naren King is his name and his family that's had the Crystal Castle and Mullumbimby and they've just got the largest amethyst, um, big, huge crystal delivered that's been put there and they've got this gigantic Buddha and these beautiful walkways of bamboo and you can sit with these huge monolith things of crystals that you sit with and the beautiful Shambhala Gardens and... And then the Lotus Cafe has the most wonderful food. So, and it's just amongst the mountains and the hills. It's just beautiful there. So when you come to Australia, we have to go there. It it will be on a list of about a thousand places I want you to take me to, Mary Lou. Oh, cool. I'm just so excited. And and hopefully that will happen someday soon. Well, sooner, (laughs) soon will be better than later for sure. Absolutely. So, before we go back to the uh, bowl and the meditation that yeah. you're going to do for us, do you are you planning to keep one of the kids by chance? Cute little champagne one. Um, she's adorable. Oh, uh, she is. Um, I have so much gear in here, though. <laughs> she must be climbing all over it. So, but, you know, I'm hoping, I don't know, because... You know, if I do things, it's hard, I guess. But um, I, I don't know where the neighbors are. They might have gone away for a while, and I wouldn't just take anything without asking, of course, to see what they want to do with them. But um, I will let you know about that. But I do like that little cutie. I call her Chantelle Champagne. And does the she, other little one. Yeah. Does she come inside the house and stay with you, or what, yeah, what's the situation? She did a couple of times because there were a couple of other big cats um, that were around, and I wasn't sure if they'd try and hurt it. So usually when the two of them are together, the little other little sister, the best girl, so because they can start getting pregnant at two months or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that. Um, but they seem to be okay together. And I think the mother comes and she still feeds them and, you know, and sort of grooms them and whatever cats do to help. They are adorable. 
I I love cats, but cats don't need me like my dogs need me. So cats are like, yeah, whatever. And my dogs are like, oh, Papa, we thought you would never come home. So um, my ability to have cats, well, plus I like to keep my door open and I would lose the cats to the neighborhood and coyotes and things like that. So I don't have cats, but I love them. Yeah, I I love them too, but I I am a little bit allergic to them. And and mm. I had a girlfriend who went away for a while, and she asked me, she, oh, just for three months and four years later. Um, yeah. But I I had them all <laughs> sitting up, you know, on they were all on the stools, and I said, okay, this is Auntie Mary now. This is not Mum. And I said, no, you may not come in the house. But I've made this beautiful futon bench outside for you that is all yours, raked in beautiful soft blankets, and you guys can sit out there and play and play in the garden and <laughs> whatever you want to do, but you're not allowed to stay in the house. And that worked out well. So because she used to let them on her bed and things, and then I'd just be, you know, a hay fever mess. Sure. So it's something yeah. when cats lick. The, their fur to clean themselves I think it's something called diopside or unless I'm getting confused with something else but it's it's like the saliva then dries and it's sort of released into the air and that's what most people tend to sneeze about mm. so, and there were four cats there but they all loved me they used to kind of fight for my attention and things too <laughs> it's like I love you all there is there is no favorites, you know. So, but anyway, she ended up getting them, and one was so old. She was possums, and she sounded like an old witch. She was quite funny. She was like, <laughs> "That's how she would meow." Oh. <laughs> and then the other ones, but they were beautiful, and you know, and she loved them, and but she did come back, and she did take them, so. In the end, it just... It only took four it years. It only took four years, yeah. But that's so, okay. <laughs> why did it take four years? My head is just spinning. I can't imagine leaving my, my dogs oh. for four years and then having letting somebody come and take them. Yeah. Oh, well, they were hers, so then she... Well, yes, but, but four years. She had them for years and years. They were quite getting quite old. Okay. And, yeah, but... They they all knew they were very switched on and tuned into things. I think they thought they were people, quite frankly. But you know, <laughs> I'm quite yeah. sure mine think that they're people. I think so too, and you yeah. know they do like showbiz. So you know, I, I've seen lots of lovely things that you've done with your beautiful puppies, and I always say hello, and, and I hope that they like the sound healing of, you know. If they can hear it, but we can always play Well, this is all on my headset, so I'll have to put this on the speakers for the replay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so well, I'm, everybody, this is Mary Lou. Mary Lou, I'm, go, I'm what gonna, do we say? What do we say? Oh. Like, you're up, or, oh, can, oh, you, you know, break a leg. <laughs> no, we don't. That's in, that's in theater, acting. Okay. Um, we just say, tune in. So Tune in. Okay. Sit quiet and listen. You should be able to pick it up. Um, hopefully, I haven't turned this up too loud so you can 
um, but it should come through. My, I've only got a little webcam at the moment until I get myself sorted out. I'm just going to shut something down because I keep getting emails and I don't want them. So here we go. I'll get her ready. I'll start dinging. So take a deep breath. And you might be able to hear me start to just sing and sing with it. Beautiful. I tell you, it's shifted some energy in my house. Lots of things have opened up and channels and all sorts of things have happened. And it's brought some blessings when I did a prayer for some folks. So here we go. beautiful did you hear that okay the yeah that was perfect right where you had it as far as sound wise so thank you for sharing that it was interesting it was almost like I was hearing two different notes like you were saying um and 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 that's me sometimes singing when we connect in that frequency yeah and so So when you're using the bowl are, are you using like a instrument to go around the bowl or are you like just i call it banging it on the side but are you banging it on the side yeah. and just having well, the you, okay you tap it on the side so it's um a silicon sort of a hollow um little round bar it's how long would you be maybe eight inches just looking at it about eight inches long and it's covered in a soft suede you can get rubber mallets, but um, I prefer these sorts of things. That's the one that came with this one anyway, because they can be fragile. Some people, you can't put your head in it. Um, you have to have it situated somewhere where you're not going to knock it. It sits on a white rubber ring in the center, but I've, when I do healing, 
and I work on people's chakras and things like that. I, um, I've got these flat pieces that I would do body placement on with different um, <clears throat> crystals for the chakras or whatever I felt that person needed. So I've actually put them in a circle around my crystal bowl as well. And I've got four quartz points um, in the four directions, east, south, west, and north. So they're all kind of working together, I feel. It's like a collaboration. I love and, it. Yes, it's just so beautiful. And I actually did a prayer the other day. And I just started singing these words, and I went, I remember thinking, oh, I'll remember it. (laughs) It was in the moment. So I have to start recording, but I've just been practicing singing with it. And when you have the different bowls, it changes the pitch. So you can actually, a bit like Ashana, as I sent you those links, um, you can hear different tones and the different bowls she uses. So I would love to get the set one day, the whole set. So I'm working on the next one, which, um, you know, I'll work towards that one. And I'll slowly build it up. But you have to have the space to, to put it in. Yeah. And it's, you I think, oh, I'll get a couple of these things. But, they, yeah, they're big. They are. Well, that one's fairly big, yes, eight inches. And um, you can get a canvas bag and they have inserts so you can carry up to four or I think up to seven to, if you say you were performing and you want to take them somewhere to do a meditation and use them to start singing and doing that so you can actually pack them in so I'm thinking of getting one of those and just to protect it that'll hold you know either two or four eventually <laughs> there you and, go Yeah, and just build it up. But I'm also thinking of a couple of special guests that are instrumentalists, like um, a friend of mine who plays beautiful flute, like the drone as well. And then, of course, you remember Caroline. Oh, yeah. And she's played those wonderful African instruments. and um, Like the didgeridoo. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't do the dig, but I certainly know people that do. And that would be great to have as well. Uh, she played on Goni, I think it's called. Yeah. And also um, lovely Martha, because she plays Martha Reese Braid, and I'm going to be calling her again soon. And I'm going to ask her, and I'm going to ask Caroline. So it would be nice to record with some other instruments too. And I've got all these ideas. <laughs> coming through so but um while we're in that this nice space for a moment because i'd also just um wanting to talk about a few little crystals too and what yeah. they can do. but i thought could i read the message now while we're in this quiet space or well yes please read the message okay so this has just come through because I quite often, I suppose I've been talking to source, to what I call that beautiful connective energy. I started writing when I was about nine years old. And I would just write these incredibly 
profound things for a nine-year-old, but then when you look at some kids today, you think, oh, yep, <laughs> they're little masters coming through. But I remember having a picture of Mao Tzu, the great Chinese philosopher. I don't know how we came across it, but I think my dad brought the poster home, and I had to have it in my – I was allowed to put it inside my closet cupboard to look at, but I couldn't put anything on the wall. <laughs> so <laughs> – so obviously I've, and then I've gone off and done the Chinese medicine and things and herbs and oh, it's been a funny journey. So, cause I used to dream about a native American as well. He would come on a horse and he would be pointing out all these herbs along this riverbank. And I'd be saying to him in my dream, look, I, I, why do you keep coming back? This has gone on for like two years or so. And I said, I'm really not kind of into herbs. <laughs> and then I ended up studying it. So there you go. There you go. So, trust your dreams. So I will just. So when I did this, there seems to be a lot of people that uh, there's been so much happening here in Australia and around the world. And I think some people feel a little helpless or not worthy. There's much needed self-care and, and learning to love the self and just be you. And that's, uh, you're beautiful the way you are. I think John Baptiste said it when he won the best album of the year last night on the Grammys, which I watched. And he said, be you, just be you. And I said, yes, just be you. Because this is the most sacred gift that you bring to the world is yourself. And that's the one you're, you've been given, this beautiful being that you've emerged in in this physical world in this physical body but that part of you that's inside that inspires you and draws you to things and just unconditionally loves you that's what i call your inner being and it's always guiding you towards the right path when you feel a bit lost to get off track so it always brings you back to follow forward and move forward so this is the message for everyone to hear. Dear beloved one, this letter is a message written for you to bring hope, a smile, and a variety of delights to inspire and remind you of how magnificent you truly are, whether you are feeling joyfully friendly or very formal indeed. Good communication, openness, and honesty can help you maintain the bonds between all your relationships you form, whether that be it family, friends, partners or work colleagues, and even yourself. I'll just put that in there, especially if they're far apart from you. Love is always present in its eternal grace. It's also quite okay to communicate your concerns with us as we and your inner being, the greater part of who you truly are, is connected to all source energy and is always with you. You are never alone or forgotten, ever. There are some moments when you can feel utter despair, feel helpless and hopeless, when nothing seems to go as planned how you'd hoped. But did you know that when you first got here, just a gentle reminder. You were so excited, even though you knew there would be contrast and some challenges, that we were 
always there cheering you on? Even those now whom you've met that have returned to source know who you are, your ancestors, your relatives, those friends that you may have lost. They listen to what you say and all go to work when you ask the things you truly desire. We are there for you always. You just need to remember that everything is always working out for you. And if you keep just a little faith and belief and focus now where you are and how your emotions are showing you how you really feel, that you have a choice to hand it over, just let go. Sometimes we just need to go along moment to moment without anticipating the outcome before it's even ready to arrive. Anything is possible. Life sometimes enjoys surprising you when you allow it to unfold and reveal things to you. Trust in the process and focus on what you would truly desire and you have dreamed of. It's there waiting for you to receive. In the meantime, though, just think of things that make you smile easily and feel good to you. Slowly, it will change and shift and all will reveal itself. Know that all is excuse me, as it should be. And that all you have dreamed of from the deepest part of your being has already been created. Just align with this knowing and watch what happens. Not all at once, but as it plays out in wonderful and beautiful ways. Eternal blessings and keep shining in the radiance of love and light that radiates from within you, through you, and surrounds you in the most magical and divinely inspiring ways. There is great love for you here, your inner being. Wow. Do you, need, nice uh, do you need a drink of water? Yeah, because my throat is still opening a little. Oh. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. I love sharing. I, like I said, I've written a couple of books, and then I, I remember coming back from the Crystal Castle with my friends, and it was they celebrating the Dalai Lama's birthday, and they put a, a peace stupa there, and all the Tibetan monks were there. And we got to go around and we just sent out lots of prayers to the world. It's a few years ago now. And they blessed a piece of this red cloth from the the monks there. And um, it was a very special day. And, you know, we did a beautiful sound healing and a meditation where they did their chant. And um, it was just wonderful. And the energy was just so empowering. And it's because... That's when we connect into it. You know when you're there. You you can feel when something shifts or when everything's just working out and things just start falling into place. But, you know, even when we have moments where we get angry or cranky or we get upset, uh, you you sort of, if you keep, you notice when people do that, everybody talks about it and then they keep telling that story and then somebody else will tell that story and then you start hearing it everywhere and then you start reading it on billboards about things or then you hear that song 
because that perpetual motion is still going. So that's why it's good to sort of shift your mood and find something that's easy to think about, like your puppies that love you and get so excited when you come home, Garrett, or just something that easily, oh, my goodness, makes you smile. Thank you. That was um, Netflix just tuning in there. (laughs) And anyway, but just, you know, eventually it'll dissipate. But the more you feed that emotion and those thoughts, you know, the more it'll expand. It's a bit like a runaway train. So you kind of want to pull up at the station and think some new thoughts and or go and do something that you love. Put some music on, dance, go for a walk. That's why I always say those things because so you can find your balance and, and come back to that place so it's, it slows down. And sometimes we just have to write it out. But it, like I said, don't um, try and already think how the outcome is going to be because, you know, people are where they are and sometimes people are ready to hear things, sometimes they're not. And you, you can't really tell people things because they don't really hear it until they're ready to hear it. And I'm sure you've had that experience. So it's, it's, you know, the more you focus on yourself and loving yourself and tapping in and getting on track with you, then the easier things fall into place. And it's not hard to get distracted by watching things that are always, you know, can bring us our spirits down a bit. So sometimes it's good to just switch off from technology and um, just do the things you love doing that bring you the, the greatest joy. Sometimes it's, well, it's as simple as that. Mm. So I got a question for you. You said that um, Netflix was pinging you. What are you watching on Netflix right now? Oh, I, I haven't. I just get the emails, and I thought I'd switch that whole thing off, but I must be getting some notifications. I don't watch it very often because I find it's a distraction. Um, I did watch a couple of things because I don't like anything that's kind of violent or it's just too discordant for my energy. I like things that have meaning and purpose and have a beautiful message to get across. I do like adventure. Like sometimes I watch Transformers with my son, but you know, <laughs> I, I just noticed that a lot of things on TV at the moment um, and why people are fascinated with it. Uh, I guess they just, Maybe that's a way that they can um, overcome fears by trying to anticipate things. I, I don't know. That doesn't work for me. But there's lots of crime investigations about heinous acts. Don't go there. You know, I like I like Disney and I like happy stories and comedies and um, things that make you feel happy. That's a totally different vibration from being on a, a lower vibration. And that's why sometimes our chakra or energy centers can hold things um, and it can block off that hard energy to tap in to get to the higher chakras where you have that knowing. And I think I talked to you about the lady that um, had the, uh, she had a stroke and um, Dr. Taylor And I bought her book, and she talks about the four parts of the brain and how 
we need to learn to listen to that. The one that's got the fright flight, um, you know, reaction that we do that's in the emotional. And then there's the other one that just wants to get distracted and chase butterflies. And then there's on the in intellectual levels in these four hemispheres, they're at the top. One's very logical and ordered and takes charge. And then the other one is just that knowing that everything's going to work out and it'll guide you to where you need to go. So we kind of need to learn to recognize the characteristics of those parts of the brain and learn to sit quiet and, and listen to what they are and how one can come the other. So it's sort of doing a reality check and just using your breath and coming back down to, to nature and earth and balancing and just let it unfold. Or And you know when you're going to be ready to make a decision. You just know when the time is right. So my, my friend recently just, she got flooded in her unit and they said, no, you look, you've got to go. There's too much damage done. And she thought, oh, I can't afford it. I said, no, 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 you know things will open up for you. And I said, how much do you want to pay a week and what can you do? And something will open up. And the rental market at the moment is so tight because there's a lot of people that are coming up to Queensland, trying to get out of the cities. And so rents are pretty tight to find a place. But her friend was driving around, another friend named Mary. And she said, hold the fort. I've got, she said, I found a place, three bedroom. And it's exactly the price she wanted. And the guy was looking for a right fit. There were three other ladies there. And he was looking for the right And she's a beautiful soul, always hi, how are you going? She's this really lovely, happy person. And so she found it. And it was the only one there in the entire suburb. So, and wow. It's her. Okay, can I ask a question? Since it's, it's not your rental and you're not paying the what, what is that? how big of a home was it and what is it going for? Um, well, it's only a small little unit. It's a bit bigger than mine because mine's like a little tiny studio unit which okay. is not very big at all um but i think she's got three bedrooms one might be quite small and then your bathroom shower uh, living area and the kitchen i think but it'll fit her in quite well and she wants to come back to doing and she went and saw a reader and she said all i kept hearing was you in my head going so what's your decision what do you want to do you know, uh -huh. once you make a decision, it makes it easy. She said, she knows, she's been hearing my voice echo when I've done healings and things like her. So in the last 10 years or so. So, but she found it. She said, yep. And she said, now I know what I want to do and that you've been telling me to do for years. And I said, yes, well, it's time. It's time for you. And she's very good at what she does too. And she loves the crystal balls. And she, she had a set years ago, but she hasn't been using them and this is what she loves doing because we do get caught up in the short um, that shortage consciousness sometimes where we think the bank account's empty and this and that but that really just can restrict what you want to come in because of these other beliefs or you know we get triggered by events that happen and then it just puts us back to living in the past when you're here now, 
You know, that's the most power you will ever have is right here, right now in this moment, this beautiful creative moment. And we're blessed to have every single one of those, you know. So, you know, there's endless possibilities. Your inner being is always there with you, guiding you, saying, I'm here. I'm, I'm not going to look at what you're talking about because that's not how we see you. That's not who I am. That's things that you keep. And you can never lose those thoughts and memories, but you don't have to activate them or focus on them while, you know, when you're wanting to move forward in your life. And sometimes, don't forget, though, a whole bunch of circumstances can happen. But when you get that cranky or angry or you just have had enough, that's when you really start to focus on it and you start going and you make those decisions that have more meaning and purpose to you and you start to move forward and you think no I'm not worrying about that anymore I think (laughs) I see the other night Bridget's diary no more Um, alcoholics um, this and that and the other thing you know as she talks and yeah in her diary so (laughs) and then she found the love of her life well so the movie went but so the movie went so the movie went but you're the only one that knows what's right for you. You're the one so who knows. So back to the question, though. How much does her flat cost? Oh, well, 250 a week. So that's is pretty it, good. That's Australian is money. that a good yeah. price? For, and that's a three-bedroom? Um, I think it's just a tiny, it's a small unit. Sometimes they go on, um, you know, the size of it, the square footage of it. Uh-huh. And she's right near the beach, of course. Oh. So, so okay, so not to beat it, I'm just trying to understand from like an American perspective, like where kind of where I live and what rents are going for, because rents are crazy here too. So it's like a three bedroom home. That's not a three room home. It's a three bedroom home. It's a three. It's a unit, an apartment. Okay, so it's like a it's three a room home. So it's like a one bedroom plus living and kitchen area. And. There's a second bedroom and I think a third small, whether it's a son's bed. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. So it really is a three-bedroom plus the living and and kitchen area. Yeah, that could be more open concept, though. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is a deal. I I don't know I haven't seen it. It is. But, you know, this is what we can do. We can just create what we want. I've... I wanted to go to the Wolf Clan Lodge years and years ago, and I went, I don't have any money to go there. And and Patient Wolf said to me, well, just pray to the grandmothers. And so I don't know what happened and what I was doing, and I think I'd even moved down to a small town and had to come back, and I had no idea how I was going to move my stuff up there. And then suddenly um, – a and Z insurance or something, they paid me out two and a half thousand. I went, Oh, there you go. Well, I didn't expect that. That just came out of the blue. So I paid for the truck and got myself back. And things like that happen have happened all my life. But when we get ourselves stuck in a place and in a certain mode of thinking or living a little bit in the past, you start attracting people that have that same mm-hmm. way of thinking. And you know, that's why it's such a delight to be here. But it, I think it's really been challenging us in this master year, the 22 year, because we do have to learn to master our emotions. And 
or master what you're really good at. And I think when you sort of finally own what you do, the gifts you've been given, I think I said that on the last show, just, you know, not only recognize it in yourself, but there for the world because those gifts, music, all those things, inspirational things, that's what people need. And they've been listening to too much fear-based propaganda and different things or modes of thinking, things that are way outdated now. The world is shifting and changing. And if you're stuck in those lower vibrations of thinking, you're going to find it really hard to deal with. You have to come back into your heart space, get to know who you are, and, and trust in you. Everybody has these amazing gifts. And meditation, even if people don't like it or they can't focus, just focus on your breath. Focus on something really simple. Listen to the ocean wave or put this nice music or play an instrument like a singing bowl or the Tibetan brass bowls or just, you know, play your music. Everything creative stimulates that part of the brain and just allow yourself to quiet your mind because then you will start to really feel and hear the things that you've been wanting answers to. And you'll know that clarity. There's nothing like that clarity in those aha moments. You know, and you recognize, oh, my goodness, have you listened to how I've been lately? And, oh, oh. you know, it's like you've got to train yourself to do that. That's the best self-love you can do is to discipline yourself, to honor and respect who you are. And, you know, you've always inspired me, Garrett. It was really hard with COVID being stuck in this little unit for nearly two and a half years, not going many places. Mm-hmm. But I will be. Um, I just went and filmed and recorded a friend of mine who's come up from Sydney, and I'm going to interview him because it's been difficult with lockdowns, even though we've got it running through some new Omicron B is going through the schools with kids and the numbers are building. I just sort of go, you know what? We're getting used to it, and people will do what they want to do, so it's time to get out there living. And since I've brought my singing bowl in, it's just cleared and shifted the energy. There's more peace around the complex where I live. It's just been amazing. It's that vibration, and sound and music is the most healing thing you can ever produce or listen to, you know. But even sounding things is is so beautiful. Okay. Oh, I can't say enough about it. <laughs> well, I, I can let you know, Mary Lou, the hour has already flown by, and it's time for me to remind people again that uh, we are here every Monday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time, or noon Tuesday with Mary Lou when she is joining us. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be welcoming back Stephanie Gerard, hosting her own show, Journey with Stephanie. She'll be welcoming back New Zealand's own Chris Fabish, and they'll be talking about quantum healing, taking listener calls. I know that you hate it that I don't take calls on this show, but I'm not a psychic, and I can give you a smart-ass answer on what I think you should do about finding love in the van down by the river, but that's not the kind of advice you're looking for. So you're always welcome to call in on topic, and the topic when I'm hosting the show is with my co-hosts. It's whatever they want to talk about for this glorious hour of power right here on Message <laughs> Radio. 
So again, yeah. um, tomorrow night, Journey with Stephanie, Stephanie Gerard, live at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Rated Oz Radio, Mary Lou will be doing some new recordings in the year, and we'll be bringing new programming to you later on Thursdays with Rob Watson with Rated LGBT Radio and, of course, America's Top 50 Psychic, Rebecca Fisk. Links for all of the socials are included here on the show page if you're listening live on Blog Talk Radio or on the replay. If you are listening on iTunes Podcasts or um, iTunes po- Apple's Podcast or iHeartRadio, uh, follow us on Rated LGBT Radio and take us with you wherever you'd like to go. Mary Lou, it's always been a pleasure having you on the show. I can't wait for next month, and we will have shows throughout the rest of this year. I just am having so much fun. I just it it is shocking because I will go like, oh, this week is Mary Lou. Has it been a month already? And then I realize, yes, it has been a month. Um, in my uh, mind, it's been more more like minutes, but there we go. It does so, feel that way, doesn't it? Mary Lou, I, I know we talk about being time and watching the clock. You have yes. one minute. Any closing thoughts in 60 seconds or less? I just hear what you say. Believe, allow, receive, trust, kindness. Because you never know where somebody is in their space. So take a a step back before you open your mouth or react because responsibility is the ability to respond, not a knee-jerk reaction. We can all use a little more respect and kindness in this world and some compassion. So sending you all great love and thank you, Garrett, always for having me with you. You're just a blessing and a beautiful soul and I love you dearly. Love you all, and thank you if you felt blessed enough to listen today. I really appreciate who you are. I wish you there lots of great time. So, and uh, just to piggyback on that, my last shameless plug of the night, if you'd like to listen to my two newest albums under Ooh. my artist name, Blonde Jesus, I've got the musical, an acclaimed rock opera that's been winning some awards, and... Ooh my Christmas album called Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. There's six originals and then six classics that are on here. You can listen to them now by clicking the link on the show page and going directly to Spotify and listening for free. I'm not even trying to sell you anything. If you'd like to buy one of them, that's great. You can go to my website or go to Apple's iTunes, spend a couple of bucks, and I'll eventually see 60 cents out of it. Uh, With that, folks, Please have a great week, and we will be live next Monday night for another brand new episode of Rated G Radio. You've been listening to Rated G Radio.